Wow, everybody. She's on her yoga ball. She's bouncing up and down. She's sifting. She's having a sip of iced tea. She is pregnant. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as as we we know it. it. And I don't feel great about it, I'll be Mm. honest. You did let out a... Relentless fart earlier that sounded very healthy is what I wanted to say. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Just saying that you talking about my flatulence. We haven't heard, we haven't talked to our our fans, our illustrious fans, in so long, and you're just like, let me tell you about yeah. my pregnant wife's flatulence. I'm coming in hot like that fart did. <sighs> Welcome to the show, everybody. This is who cares. I'm Ross, and I'm Patrick. And uh, it's been a little while. Yeah, I've missed I've missed sitting across from you at the mics. At the mics, at the one two. Getting, on, getting on the mics, on the decks, on the dance floor. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So yes, you're yes. not feeling fine. No, no. You? You look amazing. <laughs> you shut up. You've got you've got a glow about you. Your hair has never looked better. Maybe because you're not showering. I mean, I'm not showering either. All these things that sound like accusations and judgments, <laughs> including the fart. I'm doing all that too. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, our farts are really top notch because we're eating so good. I think. I cannot believe top of the show. They haven't heard from us in ages, and you're just like flatulence. Let's talk about it. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm you know. Perhaps we can when we're done with this segment here we can record an intro for before the song no, we already did it we already did it no we looking wel- back we already welcomed everyone we said who we are we said what the show is we must move forward we have to plow ahead like we all do it's a slow march toward death <laughs> which could be this week any minute now any minute or now. it could be 65 years from now oh my goodness Peggy continues to live her best life. She's thriving. She's thriving. She's manipulating. She's <laughs> training us. We're not training her. Yeah, who's training who? That's the big topic around the house. Um, but we are we continue to be so grateful for that hundred yard deadpan stare. Yep. That <laughs> <laughs> she's doing it right now. <laughs> she's staring at us like you guys don't sit there anymore. What the fuck is this? Uh, yeah. Um, so we've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Well, first um, of all, I hope, we hope everyone's doing well out yeah, there. Yeah. We hope you're okay. And we yeah. miss you. We yeah. miss seeing you in person, hugging, finger banging, all that <laughs> stuff. We miss it all. Yeah. We're talking the full spectrum, hugging to finger banging. Yes. And that's where it stops. Yeah. We're talking. Actually, Joe, it's mostly Joe, just hugging and finger banging. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Just Joe Biden touch. That's what we're, that's what we miss most. Oh God. He's our best candidate. Yeah. Well, we wanted to record today and just have an open conversation about what's happening with this podcast. What? I can't speak. He's got to clear his throat. There's a lot of allergy (laughs) phlegm happening right now, which I'm particularly (coughs) nervous about. 
upon arrival at the labor and delivery unit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I am here with my wife. <clears throat> I'm like, you fine, please, please. Am I going to be that dad who's just always like... <clears throat> yeah, you are that dad. <clears throat> I don't see it changing. Oh, it's the worst. I hate it. I know. I'm it's, sorry. It's worse for you than it is for me, quite honestly. <clears throat> um... Yeah, we're just checking in. I don't even know. When was the last time we recorded? Did you check? Well, I turned on the machine here and it said April 12th was the date that it last remembers. But that could be the date that it got unplugged. So I don't really know. I think it's probably been about a month. Um, So we're sorry that we left you hanging. I know all of you were... Really upset. We did get a few people who asked. I did get some DMs. We got a, we got a few I did people get who some asked. DMs from the true believers. <laughs> true followers. Thank you for the support and love and check in. I love you guys. That was so nice to hear from people. It was. And as you all know, um, I'm very pregnant. I'm between 35 and 36 weeks. We have been doing a lot around the house, yeah. et cetera, to get ready. And I think just between that and uh, not that these are excuses, but just to kind of let you guys know what's been going on. For those of you who don't know, uh, you know, we just weren't feeling very motivated to mm-hmm. like sit down and do this. I think we felt motivated in a number of other ways about a number of other things and we kind of let this uh fall by the wayside i won't speak for you yeah what's this we word <laughs> we what does we I mean, mean typically you're like riding my ass about doing podcasts and you haven't been so i just assumed we were in the same boat yeah i just uh i just know when to you know oh you know when to back off not, not well, go for it i don't know <laughs> that's up for debate <laughs> um so yeah i think between that and being unemployed, preparing our home, dealing with emotions and hormones around the current state of affairs. You know, we took an unplanned break. Sabbatical. Yes. Uh, But we did discuss the other day that we were going to try to put out weekly episodes until this alien comes out of me. Mm. When the alien lands, what happens then? That I don't know, and I certainly can't make any promises, and do not ask me to. And yeah, like we we said last night, like maybe we'll just kind of hash this out on the podcast. We'll mm-hmm. we'll talk about the podcast on the podcast. Um, cool. That sounds fun for you guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> so strap strap it in and get ready for the time of your life. A business meeting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we can do it weekly. I think we can keep doing it. You mean um, after I give birth? Yeah. Wow. Because Says the person not giving birth. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's ways that you don't, I, I mean, I, I feel like I can keep doing it. I can, oh, I can stick a I mic, see. I can stick a mic in your face and do some reporting with you and interviewing you um, while you've got the child latched onto you. Are you okay? Um. So here's what's going on, guys. <laughs> I'm itching. I'm itching my eyeballs and I can't open them. I have stinging eyeballs. Do you want to pause it for you, a second? I'm going to pause it, but I want to spell out what's happening because <laughs> my eyeballs were itching. So I started rubbing the eyelids and this is just moments ago. I haven't been doing this a lot at all, but my face <laughs> is so greasy and gross. I haven't showered. I don't know since Wednesday mm-hmm. we're recording on Sunday. 
Maybe I recorded. <laughs> no, you showered sooner than Wednesday. Maybe I showered on Thursday. Either way, Who I'm, knows I'm rubbing grease into my eyes and it's stinging me. <laughs> so I'm going to pause. <laughs> I'm going to pause so I can go rinse my face in the <sighs> fucking sink. This is so gross. We'll be right back. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, Maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? Who cares? We care. Gross. (laughs) How are your eyeballs? Okay, that's over with. Uh, Man, I feel much better. I feel refreshed. Good. Approximately... (laughs) Approximately four inches of my face from the bridge of my nose to the middle of my forehead and on either side of my eyeballs is clean. (laughs) The rest of my body, actually, yeah, I have clean eyeballs and a clean butthole because of the bidet. Oh, man. Get thee to a bidet. Yeah. That has really changed our lives, especially in COVID because this is the only bathroom we're using. So it really extends your... uh, no showering lifespan, yeah. you know, because you got a fire hose right on your <laughs> anus. Truly, I have been thinking about. So we're still planning on going to my parents' house in Connecticut um, after the baby is born, after some serious quarantine time, uh, and no one has symptoms, and maybe we even get tested. Who knows? Um, that's the plan <laughs> for now to go to Connecticut for. A month or something, I guess. I don't know. Forever? Are we moving in with my parents? I don't know. Oh, man. Get get the sitcom written, y'all. But we were talking about how how are we going to live without a bidet at my my parents' house? That we might have to bring one with us and be like, this is how everyone's living now. Deal with it. We move in with them. Uh, We start dating other people in your hometown. We're like... (laughs) No offense, everyone. All right, everybody. Pat- Patrick's got date night. He's going out. You guys all watch the baby. Man, that would be a good sitcom. Oh, my God. Look at this father-son karate uniform outside. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Not a visual medium, but this little boy is just too cute in his orange karate Well, costume. the dad is also wearing a superhero costume he, of some kind. I think it's just like a workout shirt or something, but... Yeah, they both look like they're in costume because they're also both wearing masks and bright colors. That's very cute. Yeah, but the dad's shirt is like a skin tight. Oh, it is. Yeah. Like armor of some kind. Like he looks like maybe the old school Batman or something. Corona. Who knows what's going on out here? I mean, I guess if you're entertaining your kids constantly, it's like, yeah, let's do Halloween today. (laughs) Like get out the costumes. That's very true. Um, So, hon. Yeah. What's, what sort of projects have you been up to? <laughs> oh, around the house? We've got projects galore. Ooh. Have we got projects? You're in your element a bit, no? Yeah. I. It would be a lot more enjoyable to be putting up bookshelves and mounting the TV and uh, selling stuff on Craigslist and minimizing and all that stuff. Uh, it would be a lot more enjoyable... If I didn't have my wife breathing down my neck. It's just like not even believable. <laughs> you know? No, it's enjoyable. It's like maybe where is the stress? Where is the stress? Well, you're not getting to perform for real anywhere ever. Like I don't feel like. Are we talking creative projects? Well, I'm saying that here 
like you're doing all this home stuff. And I do think that if you were able to like go out at night and do mics or have shows and stuff, that might be like a good outlet. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely miss performing, and it sucks to perform on Zoom. It's but just, then again, maybe that would be distracting, and you wouldn't be here doing so much for the home. Yeah, I mean, no, of course. I would be fighting, and I'd be like, I need you to get stuff done. That's when I would be on your back. I'm not on your back now. No, I, I think the only on my back sensation I'm having is, like, just... Like, I don't, I can't just make these decisions on my own. I can't just, like, pull the trigger on stuff. Mm. There's a lot of, like, business meetings. Oh, you mean marriage? Yeah. 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 There's a lot of communicating. And you it's mean like, this union you joined in? When I get, <laughs> when I get tunnel vision on stuff, I just want to fucking do it and not have to, like, discuss it. But I have to discuss it. <laughs> you had to discuss it before this also. No, I'm talking, like... You know, like living alone, etc. I'm not like, I'm just riffing here. I know, but what I'm saying is it sounds like you're presenting it as if it's like a new thing, but we've like had to discuss it for like many years. Yeah, but. This is a new level. It's a lot. Like, it's like <laughs> we. Business we, partners. We bought a washer and dryer. We, we got rid of bookshelves that were dear to me. Like we. <laughs> were dear to you? I mean, I just had them for a long time and yeah, yeah like I like keeping things. I liked, yes. I liked the idea of having those for my whole life, you know, like mm. I, like even though they were not like great bookshelves, um, they've gone from you to place to place, like making space in this house for the baby takes so much communicating and talking yes. and deciding and debating Yes, and all these things. And look, that's. I know we need to do that. And I know that leads to the best result. I mean, the washer dryer is a perfect example. Like if it were up to me, if I were alone here, I would have bought a wash. There, there are these washer and dryers, everyone. They're from Europe where I guess, I don't know. It's European style. Where you, it's one machine all and it washes one. and dries all in one. And, uh, I read all the reviews. I read a bunch of stuff that lots of people are like, yeah, they just, they just kind of suck. Cause it, takes so long to dry. Uh, but I was like, but that's kind of fine. Like I, I hang dry my stuff so often, like who cares? And, and then, you're fine with a dash of deprivation too. Yeah. And then, <laughs> well, I mean more than a dash because I can't believe, I mean, I, we're skipping around here. The, the washer and dryer here, it's two <laughs> separate machines. And I did like eight loads last night and the dryer for some reason isn't working yet. They say there's probably a fuse busted inside. Long story short, I cannot believe I waited this long to do this. Like <laughs> I did some rough math this morning. So for seven years, seven years of living here, I've been taking my laundry out to the laundromat below us. Mm -hmm. And it's like this, these machines would have paid for themselves several times over. And the space, the quote unquote space I gained by yes. using that washer dryer closet as storage is not worth that. <laughs> because it also also having all that space uh, encouraged hoarding and I didn't need to hoard so many things wow. there's so many things I don't that don't need to be in this home and it's taken quarantine and a pandemic <laughs> and lots and lots of death to get us all but also life, on the same page life coming yeah Francis coming along will offset the coronavirus death that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that life and death are around us. And, and it's very circular, a lot like a washer 
Wow. Like a washing machine. Wow, 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 wow. Like a washer cycle. It is a cycle. So as you can see, everyone, there's a lot going on. There's a lot floating around in these heads of ours, and we haven't talked about it in a linear linear way in so long. Yeah, like I didn't even know that there was this much going on with you, hun, but now I do. No, you're. I'm just talking here about the projects. You brought up the projects. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as much as change is um, challenging for us all, and uh, we're certainly seeing the differences in like our sentimentality, Mm. As in, you know, for example, with the bookshelves. You're like, oh, a greeting card from my long lost uncle when I was in fifth grade where he writes poetry for me and tells me how much he loves me. Didn't happen. You're like, burn it. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't happen. Get rid of it. It's out of here. I have no uncles writing poetry. Thank God. Um, Uncle John's poetry would be something. You wouldn't understand a word of it <laughs> and it would be incoherent in word in word and writing. What if he had a coffee table book of poetry all about his hedgehog named Hedgehog? That'd be cute. Um, he has a pet hedgehog, I think. Maybe it's dead. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, um, but I also feel like. Uh, just to have the other side of it, I've heard you saying a lot throughout the house. I'm excited to see how the house is going to look. I'm excited to see how it's changing. I'm excited to see how this home is changing because of Francis. So, um, you know, you're processing some of like the stressors, but I've I've heard the positives come out of yeah. your mouth quite often as well. No, I and I am actually excited. Like I'm sitting in front of the crib I built last weekend yes. that my mother bought for us. Thank you, Betty Ann. So many gifts, by the way, from all of our family and friends. We had your virtual baby shower two weekends ago now. Virtual. Wow, time is flying. I know. Uh, yeah, no, I, I am like so excited. And I like legitimately can't wait for her to be here. I know it's like not ideal that she come now, but... Uh, yeah, I'm like really looking forward to being a dad. I've been walking around holding Peggy like she's a baby <laughs> to practice. I'm going to swaddle Peggy later. Oh, God. Wow, look at her right now. She's a sleeping Cooked. queen. Cooked. Um, uh, well, no, let me, let me, I just want to <sighs> keep expressing this gratitude. Uh, yes. Yes, I can, I am excited about the house. I am excited about the projects. I am really excited about getting rid of a bunch of shit. Um, yeah, like I, I have this box of stuff from high school and I said to you the other day, I was like, I guess I just get rid of this and it's my prom king crown yes. and the scepter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need this, right? I think I kept on it. I kept it for so long because it's like, I guess you keep this, <laughs> but it's literally been in a box for two decades. What I think is interesting is that you kept bringing it with you. Like, I think I probably have stuff like that back at my parents' house, like in the basement or something. But you're like, you're like bringing it from apartment to apartment. Well, that's because when I lived in Astoria from the years 2005, no, 04, from 04 to 07, I lived in Astoria and I came home one day from work and there was a large box from my mom with a bunch of my shit. (laughs) She'd have it. She's like, 
you don't live here anymore. Here's your stuff. Welcome home. In true Betty Ann fashion, just like deadpan, whatever. Like, what's the big deal? She's like, here's all your belongings that may or may not mean something to you as far as that goes. (laughs) (laughs) And if they do mean something to you, oh, I didn't know. (laughs) As far as that goes, the Betty Ann Brady story. (laughs) Tales of love. Loss and detachment. (laughs) Oh, my God. We kid, we kid. Betty Ann is a lovely, delightful woman. We love her. She provided us with our crib and is so excited to meet Frances and be a grandmother for the second time. She provides me with so many things. Yes. I love her. She's your mother. Love that gal. (laughs) She's... Your mother. I think my uh, my odd ability to just sort of zone out and not get too worked up over very upsetting things going on in life might come from her. Betty Ann. I think I've always joked that that's my dad, my dad, but I think he's actually more sensitive. They always are, honestly. Yeah. You know, because it's just below the surface. Yeah. You know, but your mom had to just fucking get shit done. Yeah. With like three kids yeah anyway um (laughs) the zoom shower was in and of itself bizarre however uh the amount of love and support that we received invaluable Mm. and uh we just felt so much gratitude for I mean, everyone really stepped up and, and like really got us everything that we needed. And I, w- I was really scared that that was not going to happen. I felt taken care of. I yeah. felt held. Yeah. And, con- and continued to feel that way. Feel held by our community. I've continued to feel that way. And uh, which feels it felt very uncomfortable for me for a period of time, especially since like we're all struggling right now. Like we are not even struggling as much as so many other people, you know, uh, but it's not, we're not rating the struggle and we feel really grateful that we have so many loving people in our life that have just been like, I guess, enjoying helping us <laughs> stepping up. That's why they're doing it. Like it makes them feel good. Yeah. I guess that's what they say. Right. Yeah. People being of service. Um, so we feel as ready as we can be with a lot of people in our corner, which is very lucky because a lot of people do not have that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we met a, a woman in the park yesterday said her friend had her baby two weeks ago and everything went fine in New she York was, city. She was so sweet, right? Like yeah. she was just like moved to speak. Yeah. We were on a walk with Peggy through our park and, uh, you know, if you were looking at a image of this park and the sunshine on a beautiful May day, you might think there's a quarantine. <laughs> People <laughs> were do. out and socializing. They and were having a nice day. And this woman specifically pulled us aside to say congratulations. Well, she didn't pull us aside, no. but she, she grabbed ver- our attention. She verbally pulled us aside. Yeah. Um, I will say that for the most part, it did seem as if people were adhering to social distance standards. You mean the 90 people playing volleyball? No. With- not them, but I was meaning for the rest of the park. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
people were clearly like in little groups of people. I'm assuming that they live with or have decided to quarantine with. Yeah. Um, but, but I get it. Like, I don't know how, if I were single, I do not know like single and living alone. I don't know how I would handle this. You know, it's personality types too. Cause I was visiting, uh, safely with a friend yesterday I was in my car and uh he came outside of his apartment and he has been alone in his apartment and he's just like this is great like <laughs> he's like totally fine with it and he's a drag queen he's got all this drag at home are you protecting his anonymity oh uh, I don't know it it's Michael Ray, who we've had on the podcast. Guest of the show. Um, so I think everybody's different. World famous drag queen. World famous drag queen. Drag queen of drag queen story hour fame, which you can still watch online. Cholula Lemon, everybody. Um, so we were kind of talking about how there are, there are these opportunities to like just play and do things that you want to do just for the sake of doing them, which I think as adults, especially in New York has been very challenging because we're just, especially as freelancers, we're just always like on the grind and to have that taken away from us is kind of a blessing, albeit financial fear. Uh, but for those of us that are, cause we were also kind of, Michael and I were kind of talking about too, how like, there's all these different forums, you know, online talking about unemployment and how we're going to get back to work and blah, blah, blah. And Michael and I are both kind of in a similar boat of wanting to transition out of the fashion industry. And so- into transition lenses. <laughs> From inside to outside to sunny or low light. God help me. This episode of Who Cares About Ross and Patrick is brought to you by Transition Lenses. I mean, if they do want to... Uh, throw us an ad or two, I will happily throw on a transition lens. (laughs) Um, But we were just both kind of commenting that I think that there is that element of hustle that people are having a hard time letting go of. And so it's coming out in these ways of like, I've got to make unemployment work. I've got to get back to work. How there's a lot of like hair and makeup people that are getting barbicide, uh, Certifications, which I, I'm not even really clear what that is, but isn't that that blue liquid at the barbershop? <laughs> yes, but there's something about it that's like having to do with cleanliness or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but honestly, like this industry is going to change so much, and this industry has wanted to like get rid of people and not pay them money for so many years. Like they have tried to figure out so many ways to do that. And now this is a perfect time for them to do that. So I don't know. It's just interesting to see people kind of panicking and forcing their will and and not like giving into the opportunity to not ever, you know, whatever. It's like it's a spectrum of experience because obviously I understand there's a lot of financial fear and like that is very hard to deal with. Um, but it was just interesting to talk to him about. He was like. He's like, I'm good. He's like, I don't think I'm going to go back. Like, I'm playing dress up in my apartment. Like, you know, we'll figure it out. (laughs) I was like, yeah, "Yeah." I mean, this is not ideal, but there are opportunities to kind of like reevaluate and shift, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's like. And I feel different on any given day about it, quite honestly. And I wonder how like. Anybody is having those kind of deep thoughts about like, I don't need to go back to how I used to live my life. Like, I don't need to go 
shopping to buy the coolest new things or like I don't need to go. I'm just trying to think of like all the consuming we do and all the consuming that we're told to do by advertisers and marketers that we're being told to do now too. Well, yeah, but like, but now that we're like connecting to our homes and like crafting or making things or writing or whatever. cooking, Yeah. Cooking. Like, yeah. Like, like what are things that we don't need to go back to, you know, like, I, uh, you know, I certainly don't need to go back to having pizza multiple times a week. Well, let's you know? be, you let's know. not be rash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's like a tiny little example, you know? Um, but there are probably other things. Yeah. I mean, this has been, uh, an opportunity for us to just like really lean into the domesticity that probably would have been a lot more challenging to lean into yeah if we were both just like hustling till the very end yeah um yeah and like i've done a lot of performing on zoom and i did one college show i was just thinking i was just laughing at your performance last night if you want to share oh yeah no (laughs) yeah last night two shows really felt uncomfortable one of them was like the first one was I did a, a story, a, a small story about, the, you know, from the sex show I've been working on for like a while now. And I did. I sh- it was an open mic, really. And I arrived to it thinking, all right, I'm going to work on something I need to work on. Like, that's not good yet. And I just need to work on it. And it's related to the college show. And uh, I get there and there's 50 people in the Zoom. And I'm like, oh, this is like a real show. I got to like bring the heat. You know, and one of my best stories is from the sex show and I, but I just haven't thought about that show or performed any of those stories in, you know, 10 weeks now or whatever. And I know, I knew a lot of the people in there by face, just from like, just from 12 step world. Yeah. And, and I, man, I, I think it went fine, but I just feel like I just overexposed myself too much to people I only know in that context. And it's like, did I want them to know me this much yet? Well, that's, Uh, that's like, and if a struggle and if if they were in a room and I were on stage, I would have loved to do that stuff because I I'm confident in myself in a live performer and it's dark and you're like on a stage and like the boundaries are set in place. (laughs) Yeah. And this was just like, it was like, it felt tough, you know? And then, And then the other one was for a recovery convention show where it was all people in recovery. And I, I didn't do any of the sex stuff, but I got heckled in the chat of of the zoom. Somebody wrote, this is awful. So I just went in on them and I just started making fun of them and cursing. And like, I got, cause I was pissed. I was like pissed that somebody would like write that. It's like, you know, I can fucking see that. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it felt weird to like lose my cool in that context. And well, cause it also feels like internet trolling. Yeah. Well, like live as you're working. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you, like YouTube, like heckles in the form of YouTube content ta- comments in real time. Uh, which so, I almost feel like they should shut off the chat while people are performing. Yeah. They, they didn't, they didn't know what they were getting into to yeah. do it. And, and that was fine. I mean, overall for both, I was like grateful to have both opportunities. Both of them revealed new kind of like 
tiny little jokes that I can add into those things, and that's fine. But it just fucking sucks to sit in front of your laptop and like try to like be funny yeah. and like it's like I I mean I don't know who I, I don't know I could go on and on about this but uh, the point uh, that I was trying to get to about the college show oh we we're talking oh, yes. about how things are going to be different for the long term like yeah like these colleges may. Many of them may not go back into being colleges, you know, like it, they might be closed for the fall semester. And like, if I have to do this show in this way from my computer, which I do have to do because we've got mouths to feed now. Yeah, um, officially. And officially two of them, <clears throat> well, three, including Peggy, but two being me and Francis since I am not working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Uh, Here I am in my feminist nightmare. <laughs> yeah, so with... Wow, that's uh, that was a lot to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Processing in real time. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening. I'm going to go weep in a fetal position <gasps> under these new bookshelves I hung on the wall. What? Um, because now... That statement just made you feel like you're really responsible for our financial situation? No, we'll okay. be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, honestly a little too chill about all this. I don't know if that's true because it's like, what What are the options right now? You know what I mean? Like, I think we're both doing all we can. Yeah. Considering and like unemployment's a mess. We've done what we can to try to deal with that. We'll like keep following up and seeing if we can get money, but that's kind of where everybody's at, yeah. you know? So did I just like bring you down? No, I was just trying to think of like what the actual point I was trying to make by bringing up the, the, the performance. Show. Yeah. Well, just that you're like adapting, I think, and that it's not ideal, but that there is actually a market for those shows, which your agent told you there was. I mean, allegedly, but who knows, like with, uh, you know, if, if, if the, if colleges are like, oh wait, this is dumb for us to open. Maybe we should like not open at all for this whole yeah. year. And then like, it, cause here's actually a good example. I think like, what if like going to college as a construct, like what if people realize Collapses. we don't need to fucking do that? Why are we doing this and putting ourselves in insane debt? And then yeah. think of all the, all like, even if like 15% of colleges like go bankrupt and can't operate anymore, like that's so many jobs and so many people. Yeah. And, and then all the other schools will have to operate in a much more lean way and like lower prices for students to go, which lowers like student activities budgets and all those kinds of things. So it's like, you know, uh, Capitalism is a ruse. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah. And like, do you know, oh, I've been living at home. I haven't used my car in a month. Do I need a car? Do I need car insurance? Do I, you know, like all yeah. these things that society tells us we need, uh, do we really need them? Yada, yada, yada. Man. End times. It's getting real. Yeah. And we're having a baby, so. <laughs> Perfect timing. 
And we know, we know, like, oh, this is what gives people hope. Um, well, I hope I didn't mean, I, I hope I didn't bring you down. I didn't mean to. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But what, so what are we going to do with this podcast? (sighs) I don't know. So uh, the big picture I want to say where I just want to share where I'm at with this podcast is like, this is my only place to really express myself other than these random shows or whatever. Yes. So it's like, I like having this to just, just talk to people, just Mm -hmm. talk and use my voice and say things, you know, like a voice works. (laughs) Uh, You know, I, I think I love connecting with you in this way. I like laughing with you and, um, I don't know. I just, I just like to do it. Uh, and I feel like as, you know, in my line of work, I need to kind of just keep doing this kind of thing. So it's like, do, you know, do I, do I do some episodes where it's just me and other dads or literally just me? Like, do I do some episodes where I'm just doing verbal essays about where I'm at on the world? Uh, uh, do we, do I do some interviewing of you while you're doing whatever you're doing and we can kind of roll in yeah. those kind of exchanges? Yeah. These kinds of things are what I think, you know, we'll have to kind of adapt and see how it goes. Um, I mean, I agree and I'm open to it and I think that it is like, um, I think it's, Proving to be an important medium. I mean, it was already, but it's like this is keep keeping people connected. And like there's certainly podcasts that I love that I'm like looking forward to to listening to every week. And people are doing it from their homes and, you know, people that do that don't live together. Like my favorite throwing shade, like they are doing it remotely separated and they have a producer that's like handling stuff from another location mm-hmm. and you know, people are just figuring out how to do it, but it also is, um, it's still viable, which is cool, you know, that like people can still do this thing. And, um, it is, it's like old timey radio shows with people that you've chosen to be involved with, you know, and you can hear how things are going. And, um, and this is like a really, uh, you know, this is all trite as fuck, but it's like, this is a really, like truly bizarre time in history that no one has ever experienced besides all of us right now, globally, Mm -hmm. you know? And if we can document our experience and how bizarre it's been to be pregnant and bring a life into this world and like change our lives dramatically on top of a global change of life, like why not do our best to to continue doing that? You know? And it does, like, of course, once I'm in it, it's like, great. It's just more like, and this is very my style, like, which, you know, where when I feel the pressure of change and like showing up for things that I don't have a choice in, i.e. motherhood, I'm like, do not put any other pressure on me to Mm -hmm. do anything. Like, how dare you? Yeah. I'm like, do you understand? Like, I know everyone, not everyone, 
but for literally millennia people with uteruses and vaginas have been giving birth with a number of other responsibilities. Mm -hmm. But do you understand what I'm doing right now? You know? Uh, I mean, it's crazy to me that people have been doing this and continue to do this all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, on the amazing race, uh, Nicole, Travis and Nicole, uh, from season 24. Who we hate now. <laughs> yeah, we loved them at first. They got five damn kids. She's 40 years old. She's a ER e- doctor. ER doctor. So she went to medical school while pregnant. Like she must have been yeah. pregnant throughout at medical school. At some point. Uh, During her residency. I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah, could you imagine? No. Although we've been doing a lot of schooling. We went to birth class. That's true. We we're are doing, learning a lot. We're doing a weekly book club. But my point being that... The pressure of my life completely changing and how I perceive it and my own, for lack of a better word, selfishness being destroyed. (laughs) I'm like, don't ask me to do a podcast or anything else for that matter. Mm -hmm. Oh, friends, family, you want me to call you back? Do you know that I'm pregnant? How dare you? I'm busy. (laughs) And I will be busy for the next... (laughs) 18 to 20 years at least at least five to ten i'll say uh but that's me being over dramatic and silly and actually this ties me back to my sense of self so i think i have to remember that and that that's important like recording this with you yeah you know um because it's like it really it is a real identity breakdown I think that's happening yeah it's like a it's like a deconstruction reconstruction yes which I've been told by many many people you never know a love like this it's amazing you're not gonna think about yourself in the same way I get it okay and I'm sure once the oxytocin is pumping things will be different um, and I have my days where I'm like, this is going to be amazing. And then I have my other days, which have stretched for the past few. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, where I'm just like, what the fuck are yeah. we doing here? And she's like pushing and kicking and doing fucking triple sow cows in there. And I'm just like, bitch, enough. She was doing the YMCA the other day, right? <laughs> The right beat comes on and she just starts a moving and a grooving. And I'm like, I can't sleep. I'm so uncomfortable. Like, I don't want you to come out yet because like mentally I'm not ready, but I also definitely want you out of my body. Like just as realized, soon as possible. <laughs> I just realized we should set up a third pair of headphones to put on your belly while we record. <laughs> So she can hear that her mother is resenting her yeah. in utero. Yeah, you were getting petty too. You were like... <laughs> You were like, do Safe I want this? Space. Do I want this baby? She's moving all the time. Is Francis is even a good name? Fucking Francis. <laughs> Listen, that was a safe space between me and you, okay? And I was kind of trying to kind of be funny about it. Well, that's the risk with this podcast, too, is like <sighs> we overshare so much that I hope I, I hope you know you can talk that way. And I that didn't upset me or anything to hear you no, say that. I know. But like, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry if I just betrayed you or trust. No, no, no. I guess I'm just telling America how shitty you are as a mom. 
obviously I'm going to be a great mother. Okay. But I think it is important to talk about all the different feelings that come up during this time mm-hmm. and that it's okay. You know, and I've heard this from other women and pregnant people as well. And my therapist was, is always very quick and kind to like remind me that she's had all of these same feelings when she was like pregnant with her daughters who are now fully grown adults. Um, she was actually saying to me, she was like, yeah, when I was about to give birth to my second, I was like, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, why am I doing this right now? (laughs) Like, I don't want to deal with this. And I think we have to like say those things out loud so that they don't become these like very loud, dark voices in our heads. You yeah. Know? Trying to keep a brave face or like a yeah. proper, a proper attitude. I mean, that's how fucking postpartum depression happens. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like this idea that we're just, they're supposed to be in love with our child and there's no room to discuss anything else. Didn't, you know, wasn't Lee saying postpartum depression was like an invention of a phrase. It's like, no, it's just postpartum. Like there's feelings. Mm. Well, or that it's just depression. Yeah. Or yeah. like the the words postpartum have now just been inextricably linked to depression right. as opposed to like postpartum is just the period after you give birth. Mm-hmm. But people hear postpartum and they just, they, they've shorthanded it. So that's what postpartum depression is where it's like, you might be weeping, you might be exhausted. Like you may not like your kid at first. Like these are all normal, natural sentiments Mm -hmm. that I I was actually, (laughs) cause I've been on a real 90 day fiance binge. Mm -hmm. What a nightmare. And, and then I like to stalk the couple's present day because I'm watching old seasons to see where they're at and this one girl so anyway it's been hard to find time to do the podcast <laughs> how dare you okay I mean I'm 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 copying how to- dare you uh and this one girl I went on her Instagram and she just had a kid with the guy who flew from Israel to be with her years ago And like wrote all of these things of like, I haven't showered in a week. I haven't brushed my hair in this long. I'm covered in poop and vomit and da 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 da. And it was just like all this stuff of just like, I have had no time for myself or self care. And then I was like, and I couldn't be happier. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, bitch, fuck you. Like, like that, that is the problem to yeah, me. Yeah. Like that kind of conversation, like, because the love of your child is all that you need. Like, I'm sure it's amazing, but let's acknowledge the multifaceted nature of it. Mm-hmm. That like, it probably sucks to like not have showered for days, not to have a moment to yourself and like have shit and piss all over you. Right. Yeah. But can you be like kind of bummed about that while also like, reveling in the marvel that is your new child sure yeah (laughs) 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 well i think the same goes for like getting real about marriage and what long-term couplehood is it's like and none of those people are real about about marriage so (laughs) but it's like yeah you choose a person and you love them so much and you're best friends etc etc but you fucking hate them too. 
and you have business meetings and yeah. you resent them and you learn how to like communicate better, hopefully, but it's still like not perfect and things just keep changing and changing. Yeah. But what are you trying to say? And then maybe you start fucking other people because you're like, this is better. Whoa. This is better for us. Wow. <laughs> hey, we had sex last week. Yeah, we did. Wow. Yes. 35 weeks pregnant. Fucking. Banging. We made it work. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it again. It is the weekend. I know. I was thinking, I was like, oh, it's been a week. Oh, it's Sunday. It's banging day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in biblical terms. And like... I cannot tell you so many, I, I feel like I've heard it more. I don't know. Have I heard it more from dudes where it's like, oh, there's going to be periods where she's so horny, like during pregnancy. And I'm just like, no, like go fuck yourself. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> no, I'm not horny. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like it's the same. It's, it's the same idea of like, everyone's having the same experience. It's like, no, like pregnancy and motherhood and life is different for us all. Like yeah. certainly there are commonalities and that's what connects us. But like, there's no, no one size fits all. No. And like, I have not felt like a sexual person for a majority of this. And, um, I don't like being pregnant particularly. Mm. Uh, at no point have I been like, I feel great. <laughs> I've been like, I feel better today, I guess, <laughs> you know, but no, I've not at any, like, sure. There's been moments where I'm like my body's doing crazy things, but not really. Well, we haven't yet entered the perineal massage phase. <laughs> so <true. laughs> I am reading a book called the birth partner mm, by Penny Simkin. Simkin. Hi, I'm Penny Simkin. When you do a perineal massage, what you want to do is lube up your finger, <laughs> pretend the vagina is a clock, and right around six o'clock, you're going to want to press down toward the anus until there's a light stinging sensation. Oh my God. Is that inside. what it said? Yeah. You press till there's a sting, and then you start massaging that area back and forth like a like you're cleaning out the end of a drain pipe. Just that's fresh on his mind right now. A drain pipe. Yeah. <laughs> setting up the washer I, dryer. I didn't set up a washer dryer. I installed a washer dryer <laughs> by myself. I, I mean, it and is. And the dryer doesn't fucking work. But that's not your fault. God damn it. Don't get me mad again. Don't get him started. He's huffing and puffing around here like my dad yesterday. I mean, truly, especially since my dad, I hope, I mean, he's definitely not listening cannot do anything like this. Like, I don't even think he could put up shelves. If he listens to this podcast, we can say whatever we want about him because two and a half minutes ago, you were like, we had sex last week, <laughs> 35 weeks pregnant. No way he's still listening. And then I started talking about massaging your perineum. My mom's standing in front of the TV going, la, 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 because she doesn't understand what podcasts are. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was describing to Patrick after some uh, discussion with my therapist about that's how my mom dealt with um, sex in TV and movies as a child. She would jump up in front of the television and just go, ah! like full distraction, not going to talk to you about anything. Mm. 
Pretend it's not there. Pretend it's not there. And I was like, mom, guess what? I'm going to grow up, go to college, become queer and tell you all about how I think I need to get STD testing. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) How'd that pan out for you? Meanwhile, I'm going to talk too much about it. And Francis is going to be like, I'm never talking to you about anything. Mm -hmm. Fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Francis is fucked. (laughs) She's going to know too much too soon. It's going to be like the pendulum swing. It's like, you know, we have parents that didn't tell us anything. So then we overdo it. And then she's going to be like, my parents are so fucking annoying with how much they talk about things. Yeah. She's going to end up like the next uh, press secretary for the next Republican president. (laughs) Like just acting out full, against full us. Full on Megan Fox. Oh, me- God. Not Megan Fox. Megan Kelly. No, Megan McCain. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we're going to have Megan McCain on our hands. A real fucking Fox News correspondent. She's like, I'm going to Dartmouth and I'm joining the Young Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> Dart- Dartmouth isn't going to exist anymore. Oh, yeah. Colleges are done. <laughs> oh, well... This has been great. Yeah, it's good to hang on the podcast. Thanks thanks for tuning in. We missed you all. We did. And uh, let us know how you're doing. Send us yeah. a DM. Write us a review if you want. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Although I think that's busted or something on there. <laughs> so I, didn't Dave say he tried to do it and it wouldn't work? No, Casey did. I think I need to like set something up in the settings. All right. Well, whatever. Try to do something. Let us know well, how it goes. Let's get specific though. Yeah. Communicate with us and like give us, tell us if you want us to share anything publicly, if you want us to uh, discuss anything in particular, if you want us to answer any of your questions, mm-hmm. please do just check in. We're, we're obviously want to, um, Oh, this is sad. I just pulled up the who cares podcast on iTunes and it says not interested anymore. <laughs> you haven't listened to this show in a while. Well, so you we also, stopped you downloading never listen, episodes. You never listen to it though. I know I should listen to it. Maybe, you never maybe I'll get better it. at this. So it's not as sad as you think. Yeah. April 13th was our last one. All right, so almost exactly, a little over a month, we're dropping it like it's hot. Is oh, that- and I titled that one weird. What um, did you title it? I just didn't put the number in front of it, which I don't think we're supposed to be doing anyway. Anyway. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> anyway, just, just, we, just write and let us know if you have any questions or whatever, because we just want to keep connecting. Uh, yeah, we miss and you. And it gives us something to chat about. And uh, we'll see you next week. We promise. Okay. Yep. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.